Section five of the Adventures of Old Man Coyote by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter seventeen. Granny Fox is found out. Granny Fox is sly and wise, and seldom taken by surprise. But wisdom wrongly put to use can never find a good excuse. It ceases then to wisdom be, but foolishness, as we shall see. Now, with all her smartness, and all her cleverness, old Granny Fox had made one great mistake. Yes, sir, old Granny Fox had made one great mistake. You see, she had become so used to being thought the smartest and cleverest of all the little people who lived on the green meadows and around the smiling pool and in the green forest, that she had come to believe that there couldn't be anybody anywhere as smart and clever as she. That was because she didn't know Old Man Coyote. And now, as she and Reddy Fox watched from their hiding place the meeting between Old Man Coyote and Prickly Porky, she felt a sudden sharp sting in her pride. <laughs> Old Man Coyote had proved himself too smart for Prickly Porky. She ground her teeth as she heard him laughing fit to kill himself as he kept out of Prickly Porky's reach. And she ground them still more as she heard him say, You will boast that you will drive me out of the green forest, will you, Mr. Porcupine? The time to brag will be when you have done it. Prickly Porky stopped short in the middle of one of his clumsy rushes. Booster and bragger yourself, he grunted. You don't seem to be dining on Porcupine the first time we meet. Why don't you? Why don't you make your own boast good? Old Man Coyote stopped laughing and pricked up his ears. What's that? he demanded. What's that? "'Somebody has been filling your ears with something that is very like a lie, Mr. Porcupine.' "'No more than they have yours, Mr. Coyote,' replied Prickly Porky, letting his thousand little spears drop part way back into his coat. "'But old Granny Fox told me.' "'Ha! So it was Granny Fox,' interrupted Old Man Coyote. So it was old Granny Fox. Well, it was that same old mischief-maker who told me that. He stopped and suddenly looked very hard at the very place where Granny and Reddy were hiding. Then he made a long jump in that direction. Granny and Reddy didn't wait for him. They started for home so fast that they looked like nothing but two little red streaks disappearing among the trees. Ha, 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 ho, 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 he, 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 ho, he, ho, ho, laughed Old Man Coyote, and all the little meadow and forest people who were looking on laughed with him. Then he turned to Prickly Porky. I guess you and I are going to be friends, said he. I guess we are, replied Prickly Porky, and all his little spears dropped out of sight. Chapter 18. The Cunning of Old Granny Fox You must get up very early. You must lie awake at night. You must have your wits well sharpened, and your eyes must be so bright that there is nothing can escape them, nothing that you do not see, if ahead of Granny Fox you ever get or hope to be. 
Happy Jack Squirrel made up that verse one day, after he had had, oh, such a narrow escape from old Granny Fox. It had made Happy Jack very sober for a while, for Granny had so nearly caught him that she actually had pulled some hair from Happy Jack's tail. All the other little forest and meadow people agreed that Happy Jack was quite right. Most of them had had just such narrow escapes from old Granny Fox. You see, it is this way. Old Granny Fox is very, very cunning. Now, to be cunning, you know, is to be sly and smart in doing things in such a way as no one else will think of doing them. Well, just now, the thing that Granny wanted most of anything in the world was to drive Old Man Coyote away from the Green Meadows and the Green Forest. She couldn't do it openly, because he was bigger and stronger than she. So she had thought and thought and thought, trying to find some plan which might get Old Man Coyote into trouble, so that he would go away and stay away. Then Reddy Fox told her that he had found the place where Old Man Coyote took a sun nap every day, and a splendid plan came to Granny. At least, it seemed like a splendid plan. The more she thought about it, the better it seemed. But Granny Fox never acts hastily. She's too wise for that. So she studied and studied this plan that she had thought of to make trouble for Old Man Coyote. Finally, she was satisfied. I believe it will work. I certainly do believe it will work, said she, and called Reddy Fox over to her. I want you to make sure that Old Man Coyote takes his sun nap in the same place every day, said she. You must see him there yourself. It won't do to take the word of anyone else for it. I want you to steal up every day and make sure that he is there. Be sure you don't tell anyone, not anyone at all, what you are doing. And above all things, don't let him get so much as a glimpse of you. Reddy promised that he would take the greatest care, and so for a week every day he crept to a snug hiding place behind a thick clump of grass where he could peep through and see Old Man Coyote taking his sun nap. Then he would tiptoe softly away and hurry to report to Old Granny Fox. Good, she would say. Go again tomorrow and make sure that he is there. But what do you want to know for? Reddy asked one day, for he was becoming very, very curious. Never mind what I want to know for, replied Granny severely. Do as I tell you, and you will find out soon enough. You see, Granny Fox was too cunning to let even Reddy know of her plan, for if no one but herself knew it, it couldn't possibly leak out, and that, you know, is the only way to keep a secret. Chapter 19 Bowser the Hound Has a Visitor Bowser the Hound lay in Farmer Brown's dooryard, dozing in the sun. Bowser was dreaming. <laughs> yes, sir, Bowser was dreaming. Farmer Brown's boy, passing through the yard on his way to the cornfield, laughed. Sick him, Bowser, sick him. That's the dog. Don't let him fool you this time, said he. You see, Bowser was talking in his sleep. 
He was whining eagerly, and every once in a while breaking out into excited little yelps, and so Farmer Brown's boy knew that he was dreaming that he was hunting, that he was on the trail of Reddy Fox or sly old Granny Fox. His eyes were shut, and he didn't hear what Farmer Brown's boy said. The latter went off laughing, his hoe on his shoulder, for there was work for him down in the cornfield. Bowser kept right on getting more and more excited. It was a splendid hunt he was having there in dreamland. Across the meadows, along the edge of the green forest, and up through the old pasture he ran, all in his dream, you know, and just ahead of him ran old Granny Fox. Not once was he fooled by her tricks, and she tried every once she knew. For once he was too smart for her, and it made him tingle all over with delight, for he was sure that this time he would catch her. And then something queer happened. Yes, sir, it was something very queer indeed. He saw Granny Fox stop just a little way ahead of him. She sat down facing him and began to laugh at him. She laughed and laughed fit to kill herself. It made Bowser very angry, oh, very angry indeed. No one likes to be laughed at, you know, and to be laughed at by Granny Fox, of all people, was more than Bowser could stand. He opened his mouth to give a great roar as he sprang at her, and then... Why, Bowser waked up. Yes, sir, he really had given a great roar, and he waked himself up with his own voice. For a few minutes Bowser winked and blinked, for the sun was shining in his eyes. Then he winked and blinked some more, but not because of the sun. Oh, my, no. It wasn't because of the sun that he winked and blinked now. It was because... What do you think? Why, it was because Bowser the Hound couldn't tell whether he was awake or asleep. He thought that he was awake. He was sure that he was awake, and yet... Well, there sat old Granny Fox laughing at him just as he had seen her in his dream. Yes, sir, there she sat laughing at him. Oh, poor Bowser, he just didn't know what to think. He rubbed both eyes and looked. There she sat laughing just as before. Bowser closed his eyes tight and kept them closed for a whole minute. Perhaps when he opened them again, she would be gone. Then he would know that she was only a dream fox, after all. But no, sir, when he opened his eyes again, there she sat, laughing harder than ever. Just then a hen came around a corner of the house. Granny Fox stopped laughing. Like a flash she caught the hen, slung her over her shoulder, and trotted away, all the time keeping one eye on Bowser. Then Bowser knew that this was no dream fox, but old Granny Fox herself, and that she had had the impudence and boldness to steal a hen right under his very nose. He was awake now, was Bowser, very much awake. With a great roar of anger, he sprang to his feet and started after Granny and startled the merry little breezes at play on the green meadows. Chapter 20 The Clever Plan of Granny Fox 
the bold visit of old granny fox to bowser the hound in farmer brown's dooryard right in broad daylight was all a part of the clever plan granny had worked out to make trouble for old man coyote first she had sent reddy fox to make sure that old man coyote was taking his usual sun nap in his usual place if he were reddy was to softly steal away and then hurry to the top of the crooked little path where it comes down the hill when he got there he was to bark three times granny was to be hidden behind the old stone wall on the edge of farmer brown's orchard and when she heard reddy bark she was to do her part while reddy was to hide in a secret place on the edge of the green forest and watch what would happen it all turned out just as granny had planned she had been in hiding behind the old stone wall only a few minutes when she heard reddy bark three times granny grinned then she stole up to farmer brown's dooryard and there she found bowser the hound fast asleep and dreaming she was just getting ready to bark to waken him when he waked himself with his own voice it was just then that a hen happened to walk around the corner of the house granny's eyes sparkled good she said to herself i'll take this hen along with me and reddy and i will have a good dinner after i have set bowser to chasing old man coyote for that was what granny was planning to do so she caught the hen threw it over her shoulder and started off with bowser the hound after her making a great noise with his big voice now of course granny knew that she couldn't carry that hen very far and keep ahead of bowser so she ran straight across the old orchard towards the secret place on the edge of the green forest where she knew that reddy fox was hiding when she was sure that reddy could see her she gave the hen a toss over into the grass and then raced away towards the green meadows you see she knew that bowser would keep on right after her and when it was safe for him to do so reddy would steal out from his hiding place and get the hen and that is just what did happen away ran granny and after her ran bowser and all the little meadow and forest people heard his great voice and were glad that he was not after them but granny fox was not worried you see she had fooled him so many times that she knew she could do it again so she kept just a little way ahead of him and gradually led him towards the place where old man coyote took his sun nap every day but she was too smart to run straight towards it for said she to herself if i do that he will become alarmed and run away before bowser is near enough to see him so she ran in a big circle around the place feeling sure that old man coyote would lie perfectly still so as not to be seen round and round ran granny fox with bowser after her and all the time she was making the circles smaller and smaller so as to get nearer and nearer to the napping place of old man coyote when she thought that she was near enough she suddenly started straight for it now thought she he'll jump and run and when bowser sees him he will forget all about me he will follow old man coyote 
and perhaps he will drive him away from the green meadows forever. Near and near to the napping place Granny drew. She was almost there. Why didn't Old Man Coyote jump and run? At last she was right to it. She could see just where he had been stretched out, but he wasn't there now. There wasn't a sign of him anywhere. What did it mean? Just then she heard a sound over in the green forest that made her grind her teeth with rage. Ha 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 ho 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 he 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 ha ho he ho It was the laughter of Old Man Coyote. End of section five.